This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Senate Republicans have a plan to save USCIS from furloughs at the end of the month. Senators are also wondering if now is a good time to take a look at federal telework policies. And federal employees exposed to COVID-19 at work may be able to seek financial compensation. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Senate Republicans want to help U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services avoid employee furloughs at the end of the next month. A new coronavirus relief proposal from the Senate Majority Leader includes a $1.2 billion loan authority for USCIS. The loan authority would allow the agency to address revenue shortfalls into the next fiscal year. It also requires it to eventually pay back the emergency funding to the U.S. Treasury. It's unclear whether the proposal from Senate Republicans in its current form will get a vote on the Senate floor. A Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs subcommittee says the time may be right for an update to federal telework policies. Subcommittee Chairman James Lankford launched a series of fact-finding hearings this week on best telework practices. He says he wants to hear from private sector companies and agencies about the lessons they've learned about telework during the pandemic. The Telework Enhancement Act set broad remote work policies for federal agencies, but the law is now 10 years old. A Washington attorney says hundreds of thousands of federal employees are potential plaintiffs in this class action lawsuit. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Heidi Barakowitz, known for her back pay suits from government shutdowns, has added six new plaintiffs to a class action she filed in March for a total of 11. This case seeks the statutory 25% pay hike for federal workers exposed to what the law calls a virulent biologic. Soon her firm, Calajarvi, Chusey, Newman, and Fitch, will let any feds who feel they are exposed to COVID-19 sign up. And Barakowitz says that could be hundreds of thousands. I'm Tom Temin. A top Democrat on the House Foreign Affairs Committee introduces a bill giving foreign service officers with disabilities a better shot at promotions. Oversight and Investigation Subcommittee Chairman Joaquin Castro and Congresswoman Dina Titus introduced the Promotion Accessibility Act. It would allow foreign service officers up for promotion to submit gap memos that explain interruptions in their overseas assignments. Castro says foreign service officials with disabilities often need to return to the U.S. for specialized care and get passed up for promotions. The Joint Staff is thinking ahead on how it will support civil authorities during the coronavirus pandemic as hurricane season starts to take effect. The nominee to lead U.S. Northern Command, Lieutenant General Glenn Van Herc, told Congress there is a plan for dealing with storms and coronavirus at the same time. The plan details how command and control would be conducted in that environment. So far, only Hurricane Hannah has caused significant problems for states this storm season. The coronavirus stimulus bill has budget items helping the military buy more weapons. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has more. The Senate Republicans' COVID-19 relief bill holds billions of dollars for upgrading or procuring military weapons. The bill, which is supposed to fight the disease and provide economic relief to citizens, includes $1 billion for Boeing P-8 Poseidon jets. Another item provides $650 million to replace wings on the Boeing A-10 jet. 
The bill also appropriates $686 million for F-35s made by Lockheed Martin and $720 million for Lockheed C-130 jets. Scott Mascioni, Federal News Network. The Defense Department Inspector General's Office is looking into military law enforcement organizations' response to active shooter and workplace violence incidents. The inquiry will look into policy, guidance training, response place, and previous active shooter investigations. Four shooting incidents took place on military bases in 2019. That included one shooting in Pensacola, Florida, which left four people dead, and another at the Marine Corps barracks in Washington, D.C., which left one person dead. The Small Business Administration's Inspector General sounds the alarm on hundreds of millions of dollars in suspected coronavirus relief fraud. The IG claims financial institutions have reported more than $180 million in suspected fraudulent transactions and more than $250 million in economic injury disaster loans that went to potentially ineligible recipients. The IG also found SBA dispersed $35 million in duplicate loans. The watchdog recommends SBA make it easier for lenders to report suspected fraud to the Office of Disaster Assistance. Senate Republicans are backing away from the Trump administration's request for $1.8 billion to build a new FBI headquarters in Washington, D.C. The White House requested that measure in a $1 trillion coronavirus spending bill called the HEALS Act. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, though, says he wants to see non-COVID provisions stripped from the final bill. Other Senate Republicans have also expressed doubt with the plan. The administration in 2018 scrapped plans to move the FBI to a suburban headquarters in Maryland or Virginia. Instead, it's proposed demolishing the J. Edgar Hoover building and building a new facility in its place. The Technology Modernization Fund Board makes its 10th loan since its inception two years ago. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with details. The U.S. Customs and Border Protection Directorate is taking a loan from the Technology Modernization Fund to accelerate a program that has struggled over the last several years. The TMF board announced it would lend CBP $15 million to modernize its automated commercial environment collections platform. CBP says the TMF loan will help it move the collections platform off of a 30-year-old COBOL code and into the cloud. CBP becomes the first Homeland Security agency to receive a loan under the Technology Modernization Fund. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. And federal cyber experts, get ready to test your mettle in the second annual President's Cup Cybersecurity Competition. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency yesterday said the 2020 competition will challenge individuals and teams to solve problems across eight specific in-demand skill sets. These include cyber defense analysts, cyber defense forensics analysts, and software developer. Registration is open through August 14th. Last year, a team from Army Cyber Command won, and a cadet at the Air Force Academy won the the individual competition. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. 